Hashtag shout out to our Patreon supporters, Myrna, Alexander Mercury, and CyberLadyZ. If you'd also like to support the Patreon, visit patreon.com slash mushroomstation. Thank you. Um, so what they don't tell you. Oh. What they don't tell you in the TV shows is that snow is wet. I mean, yes, but also what the fuck are you talking about, Amy? What? <laughs> Where is this coming from? It snowed here. in, in It the... snowed there? Yeah, it snowed over this weekend. We drove through a snowstorm and it was wet and oh my gosh, I, I had to drive through the snow and ice is slippery and... <laughs> Wait, right, you used to live in Las Vegas. You don't... You... You don't see snow usually. Yeah, we've yeah we we don't get snow in Vegas. We I've maybe seen snow three times in Vegas, and let me tell you, snow, it ain't it's not this fluffy powder like it is in the mall. <laughs> Do you remember it, it, that? Was that an experience for you? Is like at the mall they had like yeah. a, a snow generator, a fake snow generator, and you can just plow your hands into it and feel the yeah. soft. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I will go ahead and you know say that snow is different. Sometimes snow is different. Sometimes snow feels different. Can but snow also, be soft sometimes? Uh, yeah. You can get like like a like a shaved ice consistency sometimes with snow. Um, but but also yes, snow is wet. That is true. That sucks. What were you? I'm sorry. Sorry, I just want to I just want to poke and prod at this a little bit because snow is ice. Ice is water. Water is wet. Do you understand? Yeah, I do. I just can't. Were get... you expecting Were you expecting snow to be dry? Yeah. Amy, <laughs> dry ice, babe. Dry Dry ice is still wet, I think. I don't know. You can't touch it with your bare hands or else it'll kill you. That is true, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just want snow to be f- soft and not get me wet and cold. I want I also want snow to not be cold too. <laughs> okay, so you so let me just let me just really quick, let me just go down the list here. You want <laughs> snow to not be wet, not be cold, and what I'm getting at is not be snow. Yeah. I want I want to go out in 70 degrees and have a snow day and just have fun. So with you it. so what you want is for there to be just occasionally in the middle of a 70 degree day for there to just be hazards strewn across your your town <laughs> to shut down the whole city and to just cause problems and cuz it won't be it won't be ice so it's not going to melt. So what people gotta do no, it'll is go away. got to do go How? Evaporation. That's water. It, <laughs> it evaporates because it's wet. Yeah.
Also, that's the other thing is like grass isn't soft either. Stupid. <laughs> also, hey, you know how many people sleep in trains in TV shows and they sleep in the pile of hay and they fall asleep? Oh, it's not like yeah. that. It's hard. No, yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, it's itchy. In, in, in Kiki's delivery service. Yeah. Where she she falls asleep in the in the hay and then like pulls it over her like a blanket. Yeah, I want That's that. That's not how hay. That's not how hay is. I just want a an organic, natural, soft thing that I can lay in outside without bugs there either. Oh. Welcome okay. to Enchanting Aspects, where we fuck your mom. Oh, we're sticking with that? I don't know. Okay. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects, where we fuck your mom. That's that, the new tagline. That's it. it. We don't explain what the show is. Today. No, absolutely not. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Kitty is sitting in the bed right now. In the bed? Yeah, I'm going to send you a Snapchat of it. Please. Aw. This is such a cute picture. I love Kitty. Yeah, Kitty's good. What 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 would Kitty's uh pod if Kitty had a podcast, what would it be about? Oh, it would be about the shape I laid in today. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Hello, this is Sleeping Positions with Kitty and uh Today. Today we're going uh to be talking about the donut. <laughs> my my good owner creaked open the cabinet today and i got to jump into one of the drawers and stay in there i'd say uh seven out of ten for heat two out of ten lighting um four out of ten comfort it was fun <laughs> that i was hiding and no one could find me um and i like to hide <laughs> um i will say the 10 out of the 10 for the day is the pair of pants that was on the floor Ah, yes. Can't get better than that. <laughs> can't get be- can't get better than a pair of pants. Oh, I love. It's so funny. Felix is. Have I talked about Felix on this show? Felix is a little I think cat so, that yeah. lives lives in the house. Felix is a good boy. He is very sweet. He has recently gotten way bolder with me. Like he he is really because I'm around him the most at this point. He's not my cat, but I'm around him the most. And he is, like, just pushing me a little bit more and more. And now he's like, oh, you're eating at the table? And he never used to do this, but now he will just jump on the table. Not to try and get my food. He does not care about human food. Mm -hmm. Just to sit. And when I try and pet him when he's sitting on the table he's like no absolutely not <laughs> that do not is inappropriate me. this is a yeah. business table meeting do yeah. not touch me I, I am going as long as you are eating i am going to be sitting and looking away from you <laughs> do not engage <laughs> i am invisible right now yeah do not oh let them God. know i'm here do not let them know i'm here hey amy yeah it's just occurring to me that we normally do this before the episode, and uh, it's wild. 
It's got kind of wild that we have to do this every episode, but who's going first this week? Oh, you are this time. Okay, I'm going first this week? Yeah. Great, great, great. We have to do that literally every time. <laughs> yeah, and it's, God, imagine if we had three hosts, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Kitty is here. Kitty is here. Um, so, Kitty, what's your thing? Just kidding. Jupiter, what's your thing? Oh, my thing? Oh, you want to know my thing? No. End of show. Bye. End of show. Bye. <laughs> Fuck you, Jupiter. Right, no, fine. I don't want to wow. know your thing. Wow. The fucking violence today. Well, vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Is this another racing car thing, game thing? Oh, no, I haven't done a, a racing game thing in a while. Yeah. I should do another racing game thing. Mm, yeah, um, sure. Uh, but, no, it is not. Vroom, vroom. All right. Um, the, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you, you really, you really tried to guess there and you just, just just gave up the only right, thing that right showed there. up in my head was the Chuck E. cheese machine that takes a picture of you and prints it out oh that oh my god i forgot all about that you just sent me you just fucking sent me fucking 15 years in the past <laughs> i don't oh know why i thought gosh. of that when you said vroom 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 uh okay so uh i am here to talk about a car. I'm here to talk about a car in the hit anime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, wow, okay. Ah! I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Um. <laughs> I t- Sorry, is that your call noise? Yeah, that's my ringtone. In fucking credible, <laughs> incredible, excellent. How have I never heard that? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm surprised. Oh my gosh! So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure today. Uh, I have I have been famously quoted as saying that, uh, despite the fact that I used to have an anime podcast, that I don't watch anime. Yeah, I'm like genuinely surprised that you you even know what JoJo is. <laughs> Yeah, right? Um, So I did watch uh, years ago, like maybe even almost a decade ago, I watched uh, chapter two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I skipped chapter one because I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, you don't Um, need to. It's boring. (laughs) Yeah. um, But I did watch chapter two. I forget what it's called. Um, Fucking, I don't know. Uh, but it is uh, the the one that has what Joseph I think with the Hamon power. It's I really liked that season. It is was, that the it one with fun. Caesar? I I don't know. It has the Pillar Men as the enemies. Yeah, that's Caesar. Caesar's in that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I saw it so long ago that I don't fucking remember honestly. And uh, the reason why I started watching. Uh, I started watching uh, 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 Chapter 3, The Stardust Crusaders, uh, because uh, because I'm dating a weeb 
Ah. And they convinced you. me. They yeah. convinced me to watch it. So uh you might be you might prepare yourselves for some more anime content on <laughs> this podcast. This is what it took, eh? Uh, look, when when you are dating somebody, you are more in my experience you're more willing to try stuff that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Uh, I have been really enjoying Stardust Crusaders, though. Good. I I have been having a good time with it. Uh, I I originally uh, I remember really not liking Jotaro when I was a kid. Uh, who Jotaro is a de- a delinquent teen dumbass for for those non anime fans. Uh, and now I really like Jotaro because he's a delinquent dumbass. Mm, yeah. Let me explain. Jojo, as best as I can for the non-animators out <laughs> Good there. luck. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to do my best. I'm only going to talk about Stardust Crusaders. Each uh, chapter of the show um, or manga uh, has its own central characters and story. The basic concept being that it is following the uh, the uh, Jojo, the Joestar family, uh, throughout various time periods as they encounter weird, it, fucked up bullshit and do crazy fights. Yep. And uh, in Stardust Crusaders, they introduced a new concept that, as far as I'm aware, has continued to every other chapter ever since, which is Stan's. Yeah. Which are uh, manifestations of a person's fighting spirit. Stan Luna. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) um, So, uh, they are weird little uh, fucking fucked up guys who pop out of you and do fights for you. Yep. And they all have weird powers, and they're all ghosts. Well, because no one can see them, unless you're also a stand user. They're like Pokemon, except they live in your body, and they're your secret invisible friends. Yeah, absolutely. And I do love how how there are so many scenes where two stand users are having a fight, and then there's like a crowd of people surrounding it, having no fucking idea what's going on (laughs) yeah they're like oh what what the fuck is happening (laughs) um it's fantastic and and the stands pretend to have rules there are a couple of of stand rules that like they constantly reference but are constantly just like Anyway, so this is how this stand breaks the rule. Yeah. It's like, okay. So the general idea is that stands are invisible to non-stand users, that they uh, are... the You can only beat a stand with another stand. That... Uh, that they are fucking... Oh, and that you have to be, like, the, the the weaker the stand is, the longer range you can send it, mm. is also an idea. 
that is shown. Uh, and it's a, you know, it's an anime. It's a wild concept. It keeps getting wilder and never stops and will never stop uh, getting consistently wilder and wilder, which, you know, I do love. And also, uh, there is not a single straight character in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I mean, look at their outfits. Come on. Look at their fucking, look at their fucking outfits uh, and all of the fucking homoerotic shit that they're doing. And how uh, when the the main villain of Stardust, Crusader, Stardust Crusaders, and I believe the rest of the show, although I don't know for certain, is Dio, yeah. who is a man who is a vampire uh, and super strong. And, and boy, does he fuck. Like, and boy, does he fuck. Um, and uh, every time that somebody, like, he has this, like, ability to like call people under his thrall and uh, whenever people interact with him they're like the pure erotic energy <laughs> coming off of this man he was so beautiful that it made me want to murder people yeah and it's just like fucking yeah this show is gay um but I want to talk about a particular stand today. And when people talk about ridiculous stands in Stardust Crusaders or the show at large, you know, they're they're pretty quick to mention the stand that is a uh, huge a boat yep. that is that is run by a monkey. Yeah, I remember that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah that was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's also like, it's a, it's a fucked up. Th the monkey is a pervert. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also very strangely remember that the monkey was horny. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm gonna go and say it right now. The, the, the boat stand. It's the, the stand is strength. Uh, at least in Sardis Crusaders, the stands are mostly named after tarot cards and then Egyptian gods and then bands later on, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, it's a whole thing. But uh, the the boat is uh, the strength stand uh, and it's a boat. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say right now. That's weak garbage. Well, I do want to say it is impressive that like imagine another boat is passing by and they can't see the oh, yeah. stand, so they just see a bunch of floating men. <laughs> well, actually, I'm so sorry to say strength breaks one of the rules in that it can be seen by non-stand users. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yes, it is. This is why this is why strength is bullshit. Um uh the the although I will go ahead and say that the stand I'm talking today also breaks that rule. Okay. And the reason why is because it's a car. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. This is a lot of lead up to talk about Wheel of Fortune, which is a car. Okay. I fucking love this car. I love this car. Wheel of Fortune is a... Uh, red, in the anime at least, is a red, like beat up Oldsmobile style car at least at first 
And then as the main characters go through the episode, and as it reveals itself as a stand, it gets, like, fucked up mandibles and, like, a mohawk of spikes and teeth. Jesus. And it's just a fucked up car. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to uh, send you the image for this car. And I want you to describe this car. All right. Jesus. Okay. So imagine somebody had a fetish for cars. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So this car has muscles. Um, but also it has teeth and uh, spikes and uh, it also kind of looks like a scorpion and uh, like if you had to fuck a car this would be it but also if you had to get killed by a car this would be it Um, it's emanating purple fumes it's so super luminous and shiny Um, and it's gonna eat ya. One way it's or the other. Gonna, it's gonna eat ya. Um, okay, so I wanna I wanna go ahead and run through this. So, uh, as the main characters, uh, Jojo and friends, are uh, traveling through Pakistan, they are driving in their car, and there is this narrow mountain road that they're on, and this car, this red car that they see is trying to, like, knock them off the road and, like, just being a big dick and causing problems. And uh, there's a point where it literally does the fucking Looney Tunes thing of there's a, uh, a, a sign in the middle of the road with two for- uh, at a fork in the road, and it's just like, oh, the, the way you want to go is this way. And then the car hits the sign so it looks like it's facing the other way to send them into a trap. Uh. That fucking thing. Um, you, it, I remember it in fucking one of the Scooby-Doo movies. It's it's a classic cartoon bit. Yeah. Uh, and they... The car tries to run them off the road and... Uh, does knock their car off the road, but using their stands, they're able to drag the other car down with it, and it crashes at the bottom of a ravine, and they land safely on the ridge. And they're like, ah, cool, cool, cool car. Anyway, we're fucked. What kind of, what, what was that asshole doing? Also, we're stranded. This is fucked up. And then they hear something. They hear a drilling? Because the car has drilled through the mountainside and erupts from underneath them oh, and reveals itself to be a stand. Whose stand? A, a, a guy who never speaks and you, I don't think, ever see his face. His name is Zizi. All right. And I only learned that from the wiki. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh no, you do see his face. Oh right, Zizi's gimmick is that he has super jacked arms that they see from the window. <laughs> but when he's revealed, every other part of his body is skinny. Huh, okay. 
So he's just this guy with... I'm going to send you the image again. Okay. Of this guy. And he has just has super jacked arms. Oh. and And every other part of his body is really skinny. Yeah. And also... I gotta be real. I don't like the art for the manga. <laughs> the art for the anime, I, I vibe with. It's still kind of weird, but, like, it's cohesive. The art for the manga for, for Stardust Crusaders looks bad, I would say. Yeah, um, I, I've i never looked at the manga, but I, I do know that uh, JoJo manga is famous for having unbelievably terribly drawn dogs that look like humans oh right no they um actually though the whole series uh has even in the anime uh has some some dog issues <laughs> why hey i have a fucking question why does this show hate dogs so much <laughs> i don't know i'm Fucking fair-ass warning here, so many dogs visibly and gruesomely die in this show. Jesus and Christ. And it's so fucked. And then later on, they introduce a dog as a main character. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, see, we don't hate dogs. <laughs> we don't hate dogs. Look at this human. I mean, dog. It's a dog. Yeah, this this man-faced dog. Um, Yeah, anyway. Uh, so... Point is, this car, this, this car, car of ZZ, this car fucks. Uh, this car, I, here's the thing. I just love this car because it is constantly, like, I'm a big fan of evil car media. <laughs> there are several movies that feature evil cars. There's, like, I love when, when cars seem to have minds of their own. Yeah. Uh or uh you know cars that just want to kill yeah i'm a big fan of that um and this car fucking so wants to murder yeah it's made to murder also it's kind of like a mary sue in murdering like it's it's like got mm. everything it can drive it can probably fly i don't know can it fly um it can't it can't fly, but it can do pretty much everything else. Yeah. Uh, this, the Wheel of Fortune has some fucking abilities. Yeah, let's learn about these abilities. So, uh, Wheel of Fortune can transform okay. to, uh, to adapt itself to any situation. <laughs> Wedding? Uh, it, Got it. Birthday party, I can adapt. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, uh, it has, uh, the, the wiki makes sure to point out that it is four-wheel drive. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Um, so, the car is able to uh, distort itself to squeeze through crevices. No! It is able to repair itself. Oh, yeah. It is able to drive up walls. Okay, good. Uh, it can uh, separate its body to create uh, sparks 
that fly that can hurt you. Okay. Um, it, uh, it just shapeshifts a lot and becomes more monstrous as it gets angrier. Mm-hmm. Which is incredible. Yeah. Um, it also has gasoline bullets. Fart. It farts at you. Well, kind of. Um, so it can shoot little pellets of gasoline at you that go at high speed and high pressure, which do hurt, but the main purpose is to set you on fire. Oh, yeah. Okay. It can also hijack car radios to talk with people and taunt them. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good. I'm glad it can talk to people. Yeah. And so literally, like, no matter where they go or what they're doing, this car is able to chase them throughout this, like, mountainous area. And I love it driving up the walls and digging through ground. Yeah, that's great. Fucking tunneling like a bug. I love that. Yeah. Like... I don't have much to say about this car, except for the fact that it is fucking excellent, and I love that it wants to murder. Yeah. And I love that as it goes on, it just becomes more and more monstrous and bug-like and just fucking... Fucked up and evil. Fucked up and evil. I love it. Um, it, this, it fucking rules. This car fucking rules and it has no hesitations and it just wants to eat you. Um, I need also, to know how my it final... dies. Oh, um, so the car doesn't actually, um, die, I don't think. Like, it doesn't explode or anything. But what happens is that, uh... The, uh, okay, so, okay, it's sort of weird. So, Jojo defeats Wheel of Fortune by digging up underneath the ground with his stand and and destroys it, I guess, uh, sending ZZ flying out uh, of the car. But then after that, it it reverts and shapeshifts back into a into its regular beat up car form, and they're able to drive it away, abandoning ZZ on a rock. Oh, so so they they kind of stole his stand. Did they keep it? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I. It's it's kind of weird. It's it is weirdly consistent with vehicle stands yeah. because the boat the boat also when the monkey is defeated turns into a small little rowboat. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess some stands can just turn other vehicles into super fucked up vehicles. Yeah, that's I guess so. I guess so. I guess 
if we want to figure out the rules of this, I guess. But yeah, that's my thing, is this fucked up car. I love this car. How does it improve the show? By just being there. By yeah. being a fucked up little car that I remember in my heart. Yeah, that's... That's the, that's the heart of JoJo is you watch it and you say, what the hell? That's fucked up. And that's yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God, there's there are so many episodes of the show where I'm just like, <laughs> this this is genuinely fucked in a very real way. Yeah. Wow. Um, and like not in a way where I'm like, it is, like, where I think it's, like, bad, but where I'm, like, this is so gr- gross or uncomfortable or horrific that I'm, like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like if two guys were on the moon and one shot each other, would it be fucked up or what? Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly like that. Um, and I do en- I do enjoy the show. For being its weird little fucked up self. Um, even though there are several episodes where I'm like, oh. Ah. Yeah. Um, also, the main characters. I think this is just a thing that is consistent with JoJo main characters. Is that they are not necessarily good people. Yeah. Which, okay, I guess. Go off. Yeah. It, yeah. I never finished JoJo, um, but it's it's certainly um, unique. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. I really like it. I'm probably going to keep watching uh, after Stardust Crusaders. Uh, I want to get to the season that has... I don't think it's out yet, but I want to get to the season that has Jolene. The yeah. Lady Jojo. The Lady Jojo green hair bitch. Green hair bitch. Um, okay. Do you want to know what my thing is? Is it also a car? No, but it is also kind of fucked up. Oh, interesting. Is this a fucked up episode? This is a fucked up episode. Wow. Wow. I love how we get fucked up. <laughs> um, so today... I'm going to be talking about the societal impact that the audience has made from Homestuck. What the fuck? (laughs) Wow. Wow. You are really plunging into some depth. Why is... Why are all my friends talking about Homestuck again? Are they? I mean, people are always talking about Homestuck. That's always People are always talking. Always. Miles has been posting. Yeah, Miles was talking uh, about Homestuck. That's probably what awoke in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, um, it this comes is, in cycles. Yeah, this has been on my list, f- f- fucking for a while. Um. Mm. All right, non Homestuckers, let me <laughs> let me explain a, a little a, a wee bit about Homestuck. Um. Please do. So Homestuck is a webcomic. Uh-huh. And it is excruciatingly long to read. Um and it has an unbelievable amount of characters. 
and their ancestors and is also very hard to follow and understand the plot of it and it's confusing um but also like there are some really good emotional parts of it um but that that's the story well, what what I'm talking about is how Homestuck became what it is because of its audience, which was a bunch of preteens and middle schoolers and high schoolers in the right, uh, yeah. in the in the 2010s um, that just went fucking batshit crazy on Tumblr.com. Um, mm-hmm. So f- f- uh, let me let me preface preface preface. Preface. Let me preface this by saying my experience with Homestuck. Um, and also a little disclaimer. I know that there's some fucked up shit that the community has done, apparently. I don't know. I've been a bystander this whole time, so, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into any discourse stuff whatsoever. I know there was fucked up shit that happened, and I'm not talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, not to immediately derail, but... <laughs> Uh, it was so fun because um, uh, Sarah Zedek, uh, a close friend of mine, uh, is in deep with Homestuck uh, and is it is like writing and has written uh, uh, Godfeels, which is now like I think the most influential Homestuck fan fiction. Oh wow! Um, it's uh, there's a reason why. I always introduce Sarah Zedek as a uh, video essayist and homestuck novelist. Uh, but when I was up in Seattle, I was talking to her. Uh, and of course we got on to the topic of homestuck and uh, it's, it's just so funny that where I am at is, you know, I've got, Miles and I've got Sarah and I've got now now you as it's like I am constantly on the outskirts of the outskirts of Homestuck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um and and that's that's kind of primarily what I'm talking about today cuz okay. So 2 years ago, um I fucking get a notification that it's like, hey, uh, we're the piece of shit capitalism internet and we're getting rid of uh, Java. Um, we're getting mm. rid of Flash. And so, uh, fucking, if you're gonna read Homestuck, you better do it now, bitch. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. I don't want to read Homestuck. I would. I said I would only read Homestuck if I, like, turned 30. I'll, re- I'll read Homestuck if I'm 30. And also... <laughs> I'm also going to explain the only thing that stopped me from reading Homestuck as a kid, the only reason I didn't become a fucking Homestuck nerd was because when I first started reading it, I didn't realize that you had to click the button below the pictures (laughs) to read the text. Oh my god. So there was just a picture and a little bit of text and I was like, I don't know what's going on here, man. I'm fucking confused. I'm not into this. <laughs> and so I got like oh one god. chapter through and I was like, because I thought, I think I remember clicking it. And I was like, oh, that's like optional, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't have to like read that shit, right? Um, this is the, this is the most Amy story. <laughs> because both because, yeah, you're right. There's. I'd never thought about it before, but you would have been a perfect Homestuck kid. Yeah. And 
like, I was like, you were talking about that, and I was imagining you, like, right now in Homestuck cosplay. Yeah. And, like, it would have been great. Um, but also, the fact that you couldn't get into it because of a... a <laughs> misunderstanding with the website and getting frustrated with it is that yeah that's correct that is that is absolutely correct that is right um yeah so I never got into it but like I I don't know I think I think a couple years ago like I saw some post that was like yeah if you haven't actually read Homestuck it's actually pretty amazing and you should read it so I finally gave it a shot um I didn't finish it I tried. It's it was. Um, I got pretty dang far though. I couldn't tell you. Here, let me explain it to the people who know Homestuck. I got to the part where they're shooting between the doors of fucking space time or whatever, and they're on that ship for like two years, and then um, then it's like right when they landed on the next planet, and then I stopped reading. Um, but anyways, okay, yeah, um. Fucking, I'm not here to talk about the story. I'm here to talk about the the fucking impact. And I'm I'm saying this because as I read Homestuck, um, like I could like there were so many parts that were like that mirrored Tumblr and like referenced Tumblr and referenced the fandom, and mm-hmm. also like past me, like I had billions of billions of people that I was following that were into Homestuck, and like I just you know, never really understood. I, like, I was, I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the AMVs. Um, mm-hmm. actually discovered a lot of music because of the AMVs. Um. Oh my gosh. This is, this is, this is, this is like me with Deltarune now, which is, <laughs> I've not played Deltarune. I don't know if I ever will, but I follow so many people who are into Deltarune. It's just like, oh, this is nice art. Oh, these characters are fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Anyway. Yeah, which is funny because Toby Toby Fox was fucking making the music for Homestuck, so. Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, also when I, when I was a kid, I would, I would listen constantly to the Homestuck soundtrack all the time, mm. n- not, not knowing anything about the, sh- the, the shit either. Um, but... Reading it, like, a few years ago, after, you know, the whole audience has died down, um, the craze is over, like, it felt kind of like I was walking through an abandoned museum, and I was kind of just, like, a bystander for something that isn't alive anymore, and it was both, like, it was both really interesting, but also really lonely, and I think that's part of why Mm. I didn't finish it was because, like, I think the majority of Homestuck fan uh, people, they enjoyed analyzing and explaining um, the confusing shit that happened. And, you know, like, there was so much confusing shit. There's so much timeline stuff. And I think people really enjoyed, like, picking that apart and explaining it and actually, like really in-depth analyzing the characters and learning to love them and understand them. Whereas with just the piece of media and not with people around me um, exploring it, and I'm the only one looking at it, I didn't feel the love that those people felt for Homestuck. Mm. I would say that there were a lot of, you know, scenes that were really good and made me cry. And there were some characters that I enjoyed, but like, 
it was nothing compared to all the people who said like how much Homestuck has impacted them. And, you know, a big part of that is because a lot of people read Homestuck when they were kids too. And I reading it yeah. as an adult, that didn't really mean anything. And also another big thing is that Homestuck was one of the very, very few LGBT um, comics that was like painfully popular back in the day before it was like yeah. really, really accepted. And I think that also, like, kind of was a gateway to a bunch of kids to explore their sexualities as well. That's probably a bigger reason why it was so popular on Tumblr and... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, it's just... I think that... I, I, I was looking at the Wikipedia earlier and somebody said that, like, Homestuck would not be what it was without its audience. And I completely agree. Because reading it now, it is... It's like half of a whole, kind of. And the the other kind of sad thing about it is that that's over. That was a experience that was kept in a specific timeline of Obama's presidency. <laughs> um, <laughs> and nobody outside of that specific timeline will get to experience it quite like it was while it was happening, while people were waiting for the updates. And also, like, you know, there were interactive things that were happening, too. I remember, like, during the finale or something, like, there was, like, actual Snapchats happening <laughs> or something that people could view. Mm. Um, and it is just really interesting because I think that we, even though we're in the fucking 22nd century, is that right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I think we're still in the 21st. Yeah, we're, we... in the, we're in the 21st century. I'm a dumbass. Um... <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Good. Okay, um, cool. Um, but... <laughs> I was just like, did that happen? Am I... <laughs> um, we don't have that much interactive media other than, like, video games is the closest thing. But we don't really have mm -hmm. that much interactive media that relies on the audience as much. But I truly think that, like, Homestuck was kind of the closest thing in its time was, like, both kind of impacted each other heavily and also the enjoyment of it i think kind of heavily relied on its fan base too and like you know it's kind of like you wouldn't just read a chapter and then you know wait for the next chapter you would read a chapter and then immediately go on tumblr and see what all the people were making all the content people were making for it right yeah and not to say that that doesn't happen for other shows and stuff, because that absolutely does happen, you know, like Deltarune and stuff. But it's like, it, it's kind of different being that I think it's partly because of how long people had to wait for each, like, chapter or whatever that they, to to maintain that interest in Homesuck and that love, to keep it alive, mm -hmm. they kept it alive in the fandom. And they constantly created content and, you know, reanalyzed stuff and... And also, I'm saying this as a bystander. Like, I never, sure, like, yeah. really looked into this stuff, but it's just, like, what I what I could see from the sidelines. I talked a yeah, lot. It's, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, it's... I, I do really... It's so interesting because there is... There are so few pieces of media that really interacted and were like shaped by their fandoms as much as homestuck yeah like 
you know, partially because of that, like, you know, massive gap in between chapters and stuff. Like, you know, I can't speak on the behind the scenes stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, the, it's so, so interesting because like also like, that's maybe why I just never got into Homestuck is, um, is kind of because I don't really enjoy personally, like personally engaging with fandom spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, like I do think that fandom spaces are very valuable and have been very valuable and continue to be for a lot of people. And it is very like important and cool and rad to see from the outside. But like in terms of like my personal participation, I've always been on the outskirts and always wanted to, you know, take my take from a piece of media and not really participate or give a shit about other people's experiences with it. You know, yeah. like not to sound assholish or anything. But no, 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 no. Always had, it's always been very like personal for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And so like, it's so interesting and fascinating and very cool to like see fandoms develop from the outside and see, you know, what, like, how much they are are like how different they are and how shaped they are and how like truly electric and engaged they can be and i feel like yeah like homestuck really probably like does have the most like lightning in a bottle fan experience yeah and I really like that description you gave of it feeling like walking in an abandoned museum because there are definitely like experiences with art that are so shaped by their community that to experience them outside of that context feels hollow. Yeah. And I think like my, you know, harp on this chord again, but, uh, that's kind of how I feel about Undertale is that and Undertale is a much more closed experience yeah. than Homestuck was and is. Uh but very much had a very similar thing of like when Undertale came out, the community and fandom was immediate. Yeah. And ginormous. And like everyone was trying to communicate why it was such a life-changing game and what the community meant and, you know, like all of that shit. Right. And that honestly, like bounced me off of it, Mm -hmm. of being like, well, now I don't feel like I can have a personal experience with the game because of the fact that I interacted with the community first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, I don't think I will ever play home uh, or play Homestuck. <laughs> I don't think I ever will play Undertale because I can't have that personal experience with it. And, you know, so many people like, you know, I, I say that and they're like, well, you should 
play it anyway. I think it's, you know, it's so good. It'll, you know, it'll, it'll matter no matter what. And like, I hate disagreeing with them, but I do. Yeah. It, it, like, it's, Undertale is undeniably a great and influential game, but I don't think that I can be a part of it. And in the very similar way, like, Homestuck, you know, while it has its own messes and problems and this and that and whatever, is this, you know, using the word literally here, great piece of art. It is expansive and huge and gigantic and still has impact and still, you know, like, is completely and totally influential and changed how a lot of art is perceived and you know it really set a lot of new ground yeah the amount of influence homestuck has had like the amount of artists that are are now like working that have worked on like steven universe and avatar and other stuff like they are all homestuck fans and you can see it clearly and yeah it's it's crazy how much impact that it has had um yeah and I thought of I thought of a good metaphor for Homestuck. It's kind of like watching or listening to a live concert, um, oh. but not being there. It's like, yeah, yeah, I can see how it could be really good if you were there, but I'm not, and I just kind of hear the music. I don't feel it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I, that totally that totally makes sense to me. Like I, I yeah. Also, the the impact that Homestuck has had on me is me saying or doing stuff online and then people pointing out, oh, like Homestuck. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> um, it's not like Homestuck. I will say... It's not like, the, Homes- um, it's not like Homestuck because I haven't read Homestuck. <laughs> the, the fucking biggest impact Homestuck has had on me, not even intentionally, but... I think that Dave fucking, uh, I I resonated with Dave and I mimicked ga- Dave, even though I never even read Homestuck. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um, go ahead. You know what? I, I will encourage this. Uh, go ahead and, and, and tweet us at, at Mushroom Pods and tell us what Homestuck characters we are. Tell us what Homestuck characters we are most like. I think that you're probably most like, um, I think her name is Kit. It starts with a K. I gotta look it oh, up. Oh, is it Car Cat? No, it's not Car Cat. No, I would be, okay, I would that's... be like Car Cat because he's so angry. I don't know who that is. That's just a name that I've heard. Um, Kanaya. I think you're most like Kanaya. I I don't think I have heard that name before. She's I don't the think one I know that, who that is. She's the one that ta- talks in all every every letter of the sentence is a capital. She's a goth okay. bitch and she's very smart. Okay. That's the other thing with Homestuck is that whenever I see a picture of Homestuck characters it's always just like, oh, somebody's just like, oh, it's, oh my God, it's that Homestuck character. Oh, holy shit. There's so much history. There's so much this, there's so much that. And I'm just like, 
That looks identical to every other Homestuck character I have seen. <laughs> How do I tell these characters apart? Yeah. God. Yeah, I fucking... Uh, sorry, I just fucking looked up Kanaya Homestuck and I'm seeing all that. The art in Homestuck's really, really good. Like, it's so good. And I'm not talking about just, <laughs> like, the, the common sprites. Like, the amount of, like, fan artists that contributed, like, specific panels and animations for it are, mm. is unbelievable and it's awesome and... All right, yeah. yeah so the so, the fucking takeaway here is that, um, I don't know. Sometimes art isn't just the piece, but it's also the experience surrounding it. Um, sure. You know, we really, we both really did this this week bring very like like complicated and convoluted and hard to explain pieces of media yeah and i don't know if we successfully communicated but i had a good time anyway (laughs) (laughs) it will it's i mean it's just like the things we tried tried to share it's like it's it's not possible to share it without experiencing it um Sure, yeah. Like, even it, I... even as someone who's a bystander of me, like, they couldn't understand being a bystander to the Homestuck fandom if they've never, like, seen that before. It's... Sure, right, yeah. Yeah. I, well, okay, let's... Should we try and hit him with the moral? Yeah, um, I think that... How the fuck do we talk about a fucking okay, car? Now... <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Um, okay, so some things in life are completely transformative and your experience with them will be unique, even though they are one thing, whether or not it is a car that can transform into uh in, in and walk up walls or it's a comic that has a deep profound experience uh, an effect on you one man's trash is another man's fucked up car i feel like we can do better one man's homestuck is another man's stand no we've we did worse we've done worse okay um uh, the the moral of the story is you have to be you had to be there. <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. You just had to be there. <laughs> I can't describe how fucked up this car is. You just gotta see it, dude. <laughs> you gotta see it. You gotta see it. Is that the title of this episode? You had to be there. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Thanks good. for thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects, um, where we appreciate the little things. Um, <laughs> my name is Amy. My name is Jupiter. Um, you can tell us, tell your friends about us or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give us, give us two dollars. Go to patreon.com slash mushroom station and give us two dollars. End of this sentence. Is my, Thank you. This is end of sentence. This is my demand. Give us two dollars. Yeah, give us two dollars. Love yourself.
Believe in yourself. Hasta la pizza. Hasta la pizza. That can't... It, we can't keep... We cannot... How dare you? Four, three, two, uno. Listen up, y'all. This is gonna be bad. Please end the episode or you will be sad. Jojo-licious definition, make them all go sexy. They want a fucked up car, and so they'll even let it wreck me. You can drive it, you can fuck it. You can even try to drill it. Um, hey, Hirohiko Araki, why the fuck did you make this car? She's so delicious.